You're listening to Podcateers. Welcome to episode 303 of Podcateers. This week, Mel and I talk about a change that is being proposed for the park once social distancing is over. We talk about a short series of videos from Imagineering. Disney parks around the world celebrated World Health Day. Plus, we want to thank you for your messages about last week's episode. We're glad that it could bring you some joy. And because of that, we've decided to do it again. At the end of this episode, we're going to bring to you more park audio to help bring some magic to your ear holes. And we hope that you enjoy it. If you want to join the conversation and give your thoughts on anything that we talk about, search for Podcateers on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. We'd love to hear your thoughts. We're going to kick this off shortly, but before we do, we want to extend our thanks to FreshBooks for their support in sponsoring this episode. FreshBooks is the easy-to-use invoicing software designed to help freelancers and small business owners just like us get organized, save time invoicing, and get paid faster. To try FreshBooks free for 30 days, head over to gofreshbooks.com slash and during that sign-up, if they say, hey, how'd you hear about us? Just say, podcateers. And of course, we can't get this thing going without sending a thank you to the FGP Squad, aka our podcast, Fairy Godparents. If you're not familiar with the FGP Squad, they're an awesome group of listeners just like you that help us out with a monthly contribution via Patreon. And it's that support that helped make these episodes of Podcateers possible. For more info on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, head over to podcateers.com FGP. And of course, I'd like to send a huge thank you to all of the members of the FGP Squad for their continued support. So here we go. Stay safe, everyone. We hope you enjoyed the little bit of Parks Magic at the end of the episode. Here is episode 303 of Podcateers. without the fans because that's always the loudest part so they did a good job of masking the silence with a lot more talking nice okay so they didn't really allow you to hear that there wasn't anybody there you Mm -hmm. heard the performers themselves talk a lot more you heard the referees kind of talk a lot more so they were creative in how they shot it as well so that you didn't see the empty stands. Like, Plus, they were in a tiny room, you know, which was also uh, a lot different than they normally are because they were in their training facility or something like that. Oh, okay. So, yeah, super weird. I totally dug it. I got to go back and watch those other two matches again because, like I said, it was unlike anything I've seen them do before. I've been sent clips of other matches that other organizations have done similar to that. But ah. this was good. Yeah, I like it. So, anywho, let's <laughs> let's Disneyfy the conversation and shift over here for a second. <laughs> so many people still adjusting uh, work-wise. I think this has been one of our busiest weeks. You know, you would think that because we're working from home that things would settle down. But quite oh. the contrary. Like for us, working for a place where they research a lot of different diseases. I mean, primarily they they concentrate on cancer and Mm -hmm. uh, diabetes. But when the world is working together to try to find a vaccine 
for our current situation i you know it's it gets busy (laughs) that's all i can say i was working up until maybe 10 minutes before we started recording you know so that was a, a fairly long you know 12 hour plus day for me today and we already pushed recording schedule you know, we, we pushed it a, a, a couple <laughs> yeah. days here. So we're, you know, we're cutting it close. And, you know, I had reached out to our pal Jason to see if he would be on this episode. Mm-hmm. And he was totally on board. He was going to come on. Unfortunately, because of the time difference, you know, East Coast, West Coast. Yeah. You know, he had to back out of doing this episode. So uh, I talked to him. I think he's going to come on next week. You know, we're going to try to work it out and record on at a time where he's able to come on with us. And, you know, I was curious. I had reached out. I was curious to see how things were working out for all of the cast members there and kind of what it was like leading up to, you know, the day that they said, yeah, we're closing everything. Mm -hmm. So uh, he'll give us a little bit of insight when he's on the podcast and he'll talk about the experience and everything. I'm looking forward to having him on the podcast and talking and just kind of catching up with him. Uh, But yeah. You know, mm-hmm. this week was uh, World Healthcare Day, and mm-hmm. with everything that's going on, I just it, it was really nice to see so many gestures from so many people. Um, you know, thanking our healthcare professionals, doctors, nurses, scientists, first responders, etc. I thought it was really nice that the Disney company themselves actually kind of took a part in this, uh, starting yeah. with the projections over the Shanghai Disneyland castle that said just thank you in several different languages. It was just projected all over. It looked fantastic. Cinderella Castle lit up blue in mm-hmm. honor of healthcare workers. Um, at California Adventure, there were several messages that were made from leaves that were being swept up that said thank you. Uh, Disneyland Paris, I think, had um, like a flower arrangement mm-hmm. on one of their small hills there that said Merci. If I mangled that in French, I'm sorry. I don't no, speak French. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was fantastic. Uh, you know, one of my Disney pals, Robertino, he's a respiratory therapist down in San Diego. And, you know, the situation in the ER is, is such that they're completely in masks they're in goggles in full suits to try to protect Mm -hmm. themselves you can't see their faces you can barely see the eyes of the people that are trying to help you and obviously when if you're in that situation you can only imagine how scary it is to see somebody walk in like that and so what robertino did was he printed out a picture of himself where he's like full-blown smile he put on there what he does you know his title and he put his name there to show the person who's helping them you know for them to see a smile and to see the person is there to make sure that they they do everything that they can for them and that is smart not only did he do it but other people saw his post and they started doing the same thing nice. at different hospitals and it just it picked That's up traction awesome. and i just thought it was one of the sweetest things i've seen uh i love when little things like that pick up and mm-hmm. and they kind of gain traction because it, like i said it's the little things that yeah. you can do to sometimes bring a smile to somebody and and tell them, hey, we're here for you. We're going to try to do what we can. And uh, I think it goes without saying, Robertino, you are the Podcateer's Hero of the Week. 
Oh, know? yeah. Like, and definitely. That's, that is not taking away from all of the other healthcare workers that are out there doing their job. But emotionally, it's been difficult for me because I see the healthcare workers pleading for us to stay home and to make sure that we're social distancing because the more we do that, the faster they can get sleep and the faster they can go home to their own families. Yep. You know, a lot of these healthcare workers can't see their own families. They're having very difficult conversations with their own families about what's happening and the realities of it. And so that's why we've been in full support, like many others, of the whole social distancing thing and making sure that you stay home, only going out when it's absolutely essential, limiting how much you go out, making sure that if you go out, you're wearing a mask, which mm -hmm. I'm so glad is now becoming a little bit more common. And, you know, I think we mentioned in the last episode that it's going to be uh, quite a while it before is. we kind of get back to normal. Mm -hmm. And I think the Disney company, when they made the announcement that they were going to be closing indefinitely while all of this was going on, I think businesses in general are obviously everybody wants to get back to some normalcy, right? Yeah. Everybody wants to get back to where we were, but it it's going to be hard to if we don't have a vaccine. And mm -hmm. even when we have it, until everybody has access to it and everyone's able to take it, you know, we're we're going to be on on pins and needles, you know, because we're never going to know exactly what's going on and we kind of talked a little bit about that last week that if the park opens up i don't know if i'm going to be ready to go back day one you know yeah. i i think there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be willing to go back on day one and if you are able to and want to do that just be extra cautious yeah you have that's to be extra cautious um, and that's where I stand, right? It's going to be a while before mm -hmm. I go back and I take my kids or anything because I want to make sure that we're in a safe situation. And I think the Disney company sees this, you know, considering yeah. that most businesses sound like they're going to be closed for several months, that we're, we're going to be social distancing, you know, through the summer maybe. The fiscal year for the Disney company ends like sometime in September, I believe. And if they're not going to have any visitors in that time frame, obviously they're going to be losing money. And yeah. so they're trying to figure out how they're going to bounce back from this. And going into the next fiscal year, I don't think they're going to be at full capacity. This problem that we've had about how crowded the parks are and stuff like that, you know, we look back on that now and it's going to be the complete opposite. I don't think the parks are going to be that full for quite some time. And it was interesting that Bob Iger was commenting this last week that they're kind of floating around this idea of mm -hmm. the same way that we get screened, uh, you know, for security screenings where they look through our bags and stuff, that they're potentially going to be taking people's temperatures before you go into the park as well. Like I said, we're going to be more cautious. And yeah. I'm pretty sure the company is just doing its part. Yeah. You, you know, the only thing about the temperature thing is that the mm -hmm. more you learn about this is that you could be a carrier and not show any symptoms. You, you may yeah. not have a fever. You may not have a cough. You may not anything and still be a carrier. And I think yeah. that's what's the scariest part about this. So the idea of 
taking people's temperatures, I think in some cases might help people feel a tiny bit safer that somebody that's, you know, showing the symptoms obviously isn't going right. to be allowed in the park. But at the same time, what about those people that aren't showing symptoms? I know. Right? I, but that that could be anywhere, though. I mean, that That's could be true. today, too. That's true. So, again, it's just being aware of your surroundings. Yeah. Uh, definitely going to take some time to, like I said, get back to normal. Yes, it's it's very scary. But as long as we try to do our part, we mm-hmm. minimize the chances of of it happening to us, to our families, and uh, spreading it, obviously. That's the the biggest thing, trying to lessen that curve that we've been talking about over the last few weeks. So uh, we started March Mayhem again. You know, you, you all voted and you all decided that we wanted to do March Mayhem again. As <laughs> we're recording this, the second matchup actually is taking place uh, and if I if I take a quick peek at where we are on that, let's see where we stand. It's Jungle Book versus Pooh, and oh wow! Oh no, you're scaring me. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It's not what? as big of a margin as it was with the first matchup. I think right <laughs> now. Right? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm talking about the Robin Hood and the Rescuers matchup that we had yesterday. Oh, that one. I mean, it had over three quarters of the votes. You know, Robin Hood won with like 79%. And I'm curious to see if we're going to see anyone else get over like 90% of the vote or any other Mm -hmm. film get 90% of the vote or more in this one. But in that first March Mayhem that we did, we had some surprising results. And (laughs) this one already... I knew going into it, as soon as I saw Gavin seating, I thought to myself, oh, man, we're going to have people <laughs> angry that we're putting these <laughs> these films up against each other. Right. And that's kind of where we are right now. <laughs> well, dude, it took me, what, uh, a couple of days to fill it out. I'm like, I was stuck at some points because the films that are together, that I how I think they're going to come out, I'm like, I can't choose. Like, uh. mm-hmm. so, yeah. yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, I'm still rooting for Merlin. So. Yeah, when I saw that, <laughs> uh, when I saw the matchup of Tangled versus Meet the Robinsons, yeah, uh, I almost got angry at Gavin <laughs> for putting that together <laughs> because, I mean, two of my favorite films, I couldn't decide who I wanted to vote for in that one. Yeah. That was one of my problems. <laughs> and so I think I I stared at it for a good 15 minutes trying to decide which film I wanted to advance. <laughs> and then uh, I played this weird like chess game in my head where I thought, okay, well, if Meet the Robinsons advances, <laughs> then what'll happen if Emperor's New Groove wins? Who would win there? And if they don't win, what happens if Great Mouse Detective? Oh, but it'll beat Mouse Detective. Okay. Well, oh, but what if Tangled goes through? Then? And who's it going to face if it goes? Ah, Lilo and Snudge, Big Hero, like, okay, Tangled still could win. And so <laughs> it was this crazy game of chess. Everybody, I don't know. I lost in the first round for many of my top picks in the last one mm-hmm. that this time around, I think mm-hmm. I chose Robin hood as my first one to advance. And I think I'm good so far. 
for this next one, I selected Jungle Book, which is, is the one that's winning. Uh, it just feels like I love Winnie the Pooh, but man, there's so many great songs in the Jungle Book. Right? It's blue. And it's King crazy <laughs> because at night when my kids were younger, uh, mm-hmm. occasionally we'll still do it. But when my kids were younger, uh, we used to sing like four, five, six different songs at night. And mm-hmm. among those songs was like House on Pooh Corner and stuff. And so, Aww. you know, those songs mean a lot to me. But mm-hmm. you could be in a really crappy mood and, and you're like, look, Boulder. Bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your strife. And you're like, <laughs> heck yeah. Yeah. You know, so, <laughs> I mean, you can't beat that. And then, you know, I want to be like you. I want to walk like you. Talk like you, too. Come on. I do you guys know I don't sing. <laughs> that was from the very I'm like, beginning. I've stated that. <laughs> I'm all for it. You, I'm telling you, Bad Mood, listen to those two songs and you're like, boom, you're good. Yeah. Get yourself a peanut oh, yeah. butter and jelly sandwich. It just makes it that much better. Take it from me. <laughs> I've done it. I might have done it last night. I'm, I'm not going right? to deny and confirm that. But that might be what happened. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, speaking of snacks. Speaking of snacks. Yeah. I we got we got a message on Facebook from FGP squad member Adriana. Mm-hmm. Disneyland put out the recipe for the churros, right? And you can make mm-hmm. like mini churros at home and stuff. And she said, "Hey, maybe Hazen can make these. You can put a post a video and stuff." And I thought, "Oh my <laughs> god, that's the greatest idea ever." And then yeah. I looked at the ingredients list and it's super simple. Like I'll post it in the blog post for the episode, but it's like water butter like a little bit of salt cinnamon flour a few eggs uh, and like sugar and oil i think if i remember correctly Uh, sounds about right the point is (laughs) that i started looking through the list and i realized okay water check butter (laughs) damn salt check cinnamon check flour damn oh, no. eggs damn <laughs> <laughs> vegetable oil uh it's i think it's like two cups and we're midway through our bottle of vegetable oil and no. i thought yeah i don't think these churros are happening <laughs> oh, and man. i got so excited because i thought man i could have fresh churros right now now i'm gonna right? whip out one of those turkey leg recipes and whoop whoop now you can tell which one i made <laughs> well, see, and now I have everything. I just don't have eggs. It's to make so them. hard to find eggs right now. Yes, yes, it is. So I, I have like been able a couple chickens eggs. here. Oh, speaking of finding stuff, guess what I finally found this week? TP. Yup. Yes. Good job. Yep. <laughs> da, 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 da. I went to one of those big box uh-huh. stores that you buy in bulk. <laughs> Not a sponsor, obviously. And uh, I saw somebody walking through the store, super excited, and they had this giant bag of toilet paper. And they were like, oh, my God, I can't believe I found one. This is the greatest day. And I look over. I'm like, what is she going on about? And I see she's (laughs) carrying toilet paper. So I go in the opposite direction that she was running away from. And Mm -hmm. I see a pallet that has, like, 
10 bags of toilet paper <gasps> and I see this group of people like going no. towards it. And I thought, oh, no, I'm not going to make it in time. And one by one, like there's a big sign that says limit one per membership or something. Okay. And so everybody's like grabbing their bag. And I finally get to the pallet. There's two packets <gasps> left. And I pick one of them up. And I felt like like, w- like in a video game where it's like, da, 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 da. <laughs> you know, because like you finally <laughs> got what you were looking for. Oh, it was the greatest day ever. I was so concerned because we were down to such few rolls. It felt good. Good for you. I'm so it glad because, man, that was one of your biggest worries. Oh, oh. you have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea. So, yes, finally got that. Super happy about it. Um, <laughs> so, the churro thing. Uh, I'm going to try to get those things. Eggs have been super difficult to get around here. We've been lucky that we finally got milk last time I went to the store as well because that was difficult to get around here as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the other stuff, you know, I, I think it's going to be easier. Flour was out in multiple places as well because apparently mm-hmm. uh, people are really trying to make their own bread at home, which I'm not going to lie. I'm going to try to do too. Dude, I'm going to make biscuits. Yeah, I don't care I what like... I make. I'm just going to try to make a bunch of stuff. <laughs> Plus, I have to make tortillas. It's uh, yeah. in my heritage. Like, if I don't, I get fired from being a Mexican or something. <laughs> so, have to buy flour. I have to get all sorts of stuff. So, the next time I go out, I'm trying to extend what we have for the next week, hopefully two. And yeah. so, we're trying to do without certain things, like the eggs that I wasn't able to find the last time I went out or anything. Um, you know, I think we'll be fine. But so many recipes that do require eggs and oil and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. You know, kind of need them. So we'll see. But once I get that stuff, don't think I'm not going to try these little mini churros. Because oh, hot damn. There'll be two of us trying. I love me some churros. <laughs> yeah. Y'all know I love me some churros. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got a couple more things that we want to talk about. Uh, before we do, I do want to thank the sponsor of this episode, which is FreshBooks. And so we are going to transition to that right now. Today's episode is brought to you with support from FreshBooks. You know, many years ago, I started doing some freelance work, taking photos for businesses, realtors, engagement sessions, and family photos. One thing that I always struggled with, though, was finding a good solution for invoicing, and that's where FreshBooks came in. FreshBooks is the easy-to-use invoicing software designed to help freelancers and small business owners get organized, save time invoicing, and get paid faster. They offer super simple solutions that let you create and send professional-looking invoices in seconds. On top of that, FreshBooks offers great ways to track time worked, create estimates and quotes, you can run reports to see how you're doing, process payments, and if you ever have any questions, their award-winning support team is there to help. If you're always on the move, don't worry, FreshBooks also has easy-to-use mobile apps for iOS and Android. Getting started with FreshBooks is extremely simple. You can try it free for 30 days by going to gofreshbooks.com slash You can also find a link in the post for this episode on our website. Also, make sure to enter Podcateers if they ask you how did you hear about us. If you're looking for a way to help your business grow, help you with invoicing and billing, get organized and more, FreshBooks is there to help. So give it a shot and check out some of the great features that FreshBooks has to offer. 
That link again is gofreshbooks.com slash podcateers. It's time to get back to the show, but we'd like to thank FreshBooks for their support. So thank you again to FreshBooks for their support in helping make this episode possible. So, you know, I do want to say thank you to everyone listening right now because uh, we did get some really good feedback on last week's episode. Awesome. I wasn't sure what to expect releasing, mm-hmm. you know, the ceremony as the second half of the episode. Uh, we did get some messages from people saying that it felt nice to kind of hear a little bit of Disneyland and to uh, to feel like they were connected to the magic, even though it was for like 20 minutes. Like I said, originally we had released that audio file exclusively for the FGP squad. Uh, I think as part of a Christmas episode or something like that, I think we ended up re- releasing an audio file either last year or the year before. Uh, I don't remember which episode it was, but we did something similar for an episode a couple years back during Christmas. Yes. We're going to do it again. If it helps bring a little bit of that Disney magic and it allows you to just kind of sit there and, you know, relax, not worry about other stuff that's going on. It's, you know, it's difficult, especially when you have kids trying Mm -hmm. to keep them occupied for so long is difficult. But if you're like me, Uh, Aside from, you know, having the visual, being able to watch it and stuff like that, sometimes what I do is before I go to bed, I'll sit, I'll kind of like not necessarily meditate, but kind of like take a moment to myself, put some headphones on and just listen to this stuff right now. And the Mm -hmm. last thing that I listened to that I think would be really fun to share is a recording that I did of World of Color Celebrate. If you guys remember, Celebrate was the one that was released for the anniversary. It was the one with Neil Patrick Harris. And I found an unreleased video of this performance. Part of the reason it was unreleased was because it was pretty crowded when I was recording it. And man, it's jumpy. Like, it made me dizzy (laughs) trying to watch it. So I will commit to trying to stabilize that video. And if I can stabilize it enough where it's not annoying, I will post it to Facebook, YouTube channel, and all that stuff. But uh, if I can't, at least we'll have this audio for you to sit down and enjoy the audio and hopefully enjoy the performance of World of Color Celebrate. So um, before we get into that, I did want to say that I was pretty excited that we seem to be getting a little bit more of a peek into Imagineering than uh-huh. we previously had. The Imagineering story, there's so much about it that, I mean, I think as Disney nerds, we learn a lot about, you know, what goes on there from former Imagineers, from watching you know, vignettes that they put up, from talks mm-hmm. that they do, from sitting down with them. Right now, we're trying to figure out a way to stay at home comfortably and do different things. The Disney company was giving us this virtual tour of Imagineering. It started last week, uh-huh. and they kind of brought us into the lobby, and they showed us this awesome screen that kind of gave us a story. This week, they took us into the sculpture shop, and uh-huh. I was just... So excited because, I mean, think of the people that have been there. Like, this is where Blaine Gibson was. Yes. Like, this is where he did most of his work. Like, as soon as I saw the title, 
I got goosebumps. I thought, oh, I'm going in there. And look, whether it was planned or not, the end of that video is semi scary because (laughs) I don't know exactly what the rarity of the item. I mean, you got to watch it. It made for a good cliffhanger. It did. I mean, I, (laughs) I don't know if you can link those. Or post them the way that we normally do an Instagram post in the blog post for the episode. But if you go to the uh, Walt Disney Imagineering account on Instagram, you'll find it there. Uh, We did post it uh, on Instagram. But I'm telling you, these little sneak peeks, even though they're just a couple of minutes, Mm -hmm. like I kind of sit there and drool. And the only thing that they do is they make me want to go more. You are talking to the one person who loves to sculpt and tries to find different ways and to see the inside of that room. Oh, my God. I know. Just so good. So, so good. I'm like, can I just... We need a little bit more. Just one more minute. One more minute in that room. (laughs) I know. I mean, you know, for all we know... This actually could be part of a new Disney Plus series. Oh, yeah. Or it could just have been filmed for Instagram TV, you know, because we need content. And it's, I don't know, it's weird to say that that two-minute sneak peek or that couple-minute sneak peek can, can, I don't know, I felt like a kid in a candy Uh, store. Yeah. Yeah, it was just kind of surreal just getting that peek inside because you see it in pictures. Right. But seeing a picture and seeing a video and obviously seeing it in real life are different things. And as soon as I saw it, like they started panning the camera, like my jaw dropped and I'm like, I need to go to there. Please. (laughs) Someone in Imagineering, like, I love you. Please take me with you. (laughs) I will buy you uh, a burger. I will buy you lunch. <laughs> I don't know. We'll figure something out. That was good. But yeah, I love how I, you just you put in that I love you. You, I mean, you I'm have. Sorry, but I do. That's the I thing, know. right? What the Imagineers do means so much to me, and it's so inspiring, and it's, it's just magical. And it's magic. Exactly, uh, it's magical. Yeah. And to to get that peek inside, like. I think we've talked about this when we when we do armchair imagineering that mm-hmm. when you get a chance to peek behind the curtain and you kind of see what happens and how things are made in some cases and I ran into this with many people that were learning magic by the way for those of you that are new to the podcast or you know just haven't ever heard me talk about this I'm a huge magic enthusiast I love magic particularly card magic and a long time ago, I was actually learning magic. Like, I was practicing. Like, I, you know, did all the drills and everything, trying to get my hands in magician shape. And it's a lot of work. I'm not going to lie. It's crazy amounts of work. And over time, you know, some stuff happened. I got sick. And unfortunately, I had to kind of give it up. And, you know, I never picked it up again. So, unlike riding a bicycle, 
magic is not one of those things where you just like pick it up again and boom, you're good at it again. No, you lose oh, wow. the muscle memory, like you lose the limberness in your fingers and how you type and how you use your mouse and how you write all affect your ligaments and how limber your fingers are. And if you don't constantly practice, mm-hmm. you suck straight I, out, right? I would never have guessed that. Yeah. Like- I never took it back up, and so I, I don't really perform or do anything like that again. But I love magic for what it is, and I love the idea that a simple concept can mm-hmm. bring so much joy to people. And that's why when when there's practical effects done in the park, like the like in Pirates of the Caribbean with the mirror, how they do the transition of the pirate mm-hmm. to the skull or, or to, the, to the skull. Yeah, to the... The skeleton holding the treasure chest. Mm-hmm. I-, I love that stuff. Like I love the fact that it's just so easily done, and it's so effective at, at what uh-huh. it's trying to convey. And so, whenever I get these peaks inside of Imagineering, I get so freaking excited because it yeah. just reminds me of that magic, and it reminds me of that awe and that inspiration that I felt or that I feel every time I see a really good card trick or every time I see something new in the parks that Imagineering put together or I experience a new attraction or a new land or something, which isn't often, but, you know, it's happened in in recent paths. So, yeah, these little videos, they might be short, but, oh, man, mm, love them. They pack a punch. They do. (laughs) I'm so on board. (laughs) so on board if you haven't seen them please check them out uh, again we'll try to link to them in the blog post for the episode over at podcasters.com slash 303 that's where you'll find the information uh, that's also where I'm going to put the ingredients and the information that you need to make those churros if you guys want to give them a shot if you do please post a picture and tag us and make fun of me for not having eggs until I get some and I can try this myself um, but yeah Uh, I hope they keep doing this on a weekly basis. I hope we get an extended version of what they're doing because I think it'll just be fantastic. But in the meantime, it gives me something to look forward to, right? It's kind of like the old way of watching TV, you know, where you had to wait every week for something new to come up or you couldn't Uh just binge something, which especially now I have no problems with. But, (laughs) you know, if you have to look forward to something, it's just the excitement is there. And second, it reminds you that days of the week still exist. Right. (laughs) Because everything seems to be mashing together. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? Saturday, Sunday is like, what day is this? I only know Wednesdays because of the episodes. I know. That's it. I know. I know. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to pretty much wrap up this part of the episode. We're going to jump into the world of color audio that I was talking about just a little while ago. But before we do, I do want to send a quick shout out and a huge thank you to all of the members of the FGP squad for their support in helping make these episodes of Podcateers possible. If you want more information about the FGP squad, you can head over to podcastheres.com slash FGP. If this is your first time hearing about the FGP squad, well, FGP stands for Podcast Fairy Godparents. It's a group of listeners just like you that help us out with a monthly contribution via Patreon from the FGP squad. I've been very lucky and happy to meet many of them when they come visit the parks. Some of them live out of state. Uh, I've become friends with many of them 
members. Melissa was a very early member of the FGP squad. Our friend Jill, who also helps out with the Facebook page, also very early member of the FGP squad. You know, my wife, I call uh, the earliest member of the FGP yeah. squad because one, she just had to put up with me. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, as always, I do want to send a huge thank you to the members of the FGP squad because uh, it is their support and their help via Patreon that help make these episodes possible. So to all of you, thank you. I hope you're safe. I hope you're healthy. And again, if you want more info on how you can help, head over to podcasters.com slash FGP. All right. Uh, anything else you want to say before we wrap up and move into World of Color, Mel? No, I'm actually excited to hear this. I know. I'm so happy. <laughs> and plus, I'm a huge Neil Patrick Harris fan, too. So the fact that this is the one that he's hosting, yeah. uh, you know, that he's a part of, I'm all for it. So, All right. So that's going to wrap it up for us. I hope you guys have a fantastic week. Again, social distance yourself. Try to go out only when you need to purchase something that's absolutely necessary. And for everything else, order it. <laughs> A lot of companies are sending next day deliveries, which is great. Yeah. Um, if anybody knows how I can order eggs without them breaking so I can make these little tiny churros and some flour, that would be great. And also, <laughs> yeah. uh, again, to all of the healthcare workers around the world that are working so selflessly and endlessly to help everybody out and make sure that we get through this. Uh, thank you. Thank yes. you for everything that you're doing. We truly appreciate all of your hard work. So on that note, until next week, keep dreaming, keep moving forward, and always remember to pass on the magic. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Bye.
center. A star-studded premiere at Carpe Circle Theater. Everybody cheer!
clear for departure. Initiate kickoff sequence. Auto takeoff sequence initiated.
So, Walt, if you had the chance to do it over again, do you think you'd do anything differently? Well, if I had it to do over again, uh, I think, uh, no, I don't think it would. Thank you.